Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Real Truth About Life and Business. And my name is Brian Whitehurst, your host. I apologize. I haven't been off the grid for quite some time. Just had a lot going on personally and professionally. Um, so I apologize for that. But I am glad to be back. I'm refreshed. I am ready to finish out this year better than ever. And I hope everybody else out there is doing great and ready to close out this year in a positive note. So uh, a lot of things that have been going on is just a lot of, you know, mental health awareness and a lot of uh, just, you know, life lessons and, you know, some, a lot of the stuff that everybody goes through. And I'm not embarrassed to talk about it because everybody goes through it. And hopefully you guys can get some advice from me or learn from me in, in some way or form, or if I can touch you in some way, uh, that would make me happier than ever to be able to help somebody out there that may be going through the same thing that I've been going through. So it's, it's been, you know, life is great. Life is challenging. Uh, one of the greatest things that we got to think of is other people and not just ourselves. Yes, our health and our um, wellness comes first in our family, and we got to think about that. But uh, one thing that our world lacks is a little kindness and love and compassion and what, most of all, empathy. And a lot of times that's one of the hardest things to understand, and it's a, one of probably one of the hardest things to uh, achieve. And, and to be able to change yourself and change your mindset to be more empathetic. And that kind of leads me to what I want to talk about is really learning empathy. And, you know, and what is empathy? Um, you know, and, and hopefully everybody out there knows what empathy is. Uh, and there's a big difference between empathy and sympathy. Uh, empathy is more of understanding what other people are feeling and how they feel. So basically putting yourself in their shoes. Um, and understanding what they feel and what they're experiencing uh, when they go through something. And that's the easiest way to put it. Uh, so, you know, empathy really is effective in, re in relationships and will really help you professionally and personally, to be honest. Uh, your relationship with others really determine much of your happiness and success in life. It doesn't matter if it's, you know, coworkers, your bosses, your family, your friends, romantic partners, especially, but it's really an integral part uh, of your social skills and really getting down to the root of good social skills. Empathy is one of the greatest things that you can achieve and learn. Um, so, you know, there's, there's really not a blueprint to teach empathy. There's not a blueprint to get people to understand how empathy works. Uh, but I'm going to go over basically five steps uh, real quick on how to train yourself and how to become a more empathetic person. And this is something that you can practice on a regular basis. And hopefully it helps you and teaches you to become more empathetic in life. Um, so, you know, uh, no more hesitation. So we will move forward on step one. Think about your significant other or a friend, family member or coworker. Um, step two, you know, what has their mood been like in recent days? Uh, step three, what's going on in this person's life that might be making them happy, sad, anxious, or angry? Uh, how are you contributing is step four or question four you should answer yourself. And the last step, step five or question five, what could you do or say to improve this person's situation? And that's where the empathy, for example, you know, that's really where the empathy really kicks in is what could you do or say to improve this person's situation? 
And before you even consider what you can do or say, you have to have a better understanding of what the situation is that your friend, family, coworker, boss is going through. So for example, let's say you're married, uh, your partner has acted anxious and angry lately. They come home from work agitated and tension between you runs high. And we probably find this very common in relationships because we don't know once we leave each other in the morning to go each other's way to work, uh, we don't know what happens throughout the day until they come home. And a lot of times mood changes. So, you know, like last night at dinner, they, they ruminated so much about their day at work uh, that they barely spoke to you. And when they did talk, it was to complain about their long commute. So the non-empathetic response would be to snap at them, remind them that your commute is longer and angrily respond when they don't ask about your day. Uh, they may feel good to do in the moment and it might be true, but is that the real response um, to give? Is that really going to be helpful of the situation? Uh, what, would it make your relationship better? Would it even improve your life or your, or your partner's life? Uh, in reality, no, it won't. Instead, it might make everything much, much worse. Uh, so here's an example of an empathy exercise at work. So like I said, think about your partner. Think about how your partner has been very stressed out the last couple of days. Really think about what's been going on in your partner's life that may be leading them to feel stressed. You really got to dig deep. And if you and your partner have a strong relationship, you'll know what's going on in your partner's life. You'll know everything that you need to know about your partner, you know, how they act. You know, you probably at this point, whether it's a year in or if it's five years in, you're really going to know a lot about them. So some of the questions you might ask yourself if they've been acting like that is, you know, are they working longer hours than usual? Uh, were they passed over for a promotion? You know, did a coworker or a boss say or do something that upset them? Um, you may not even know the particulars. You may not n know much at all. But if your partner comes home from work anxious and agitated every day, it's pretty safe to assume something unpleasant happened at the office. So one thing you will need to do and you know asking all these questions and some of these you're really gonna know right off the bat but to be to be honest you really need to listen and if you're talking on a regular basis and you have a great communication uh, relationship with your partner you'll know a lot of these questions to ask uh, you know in 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 the beginning sorry for that, I'm kind of stuttering because my mind is thinking a lot faster than normal. <clears throat> but yeah, some of these questions you got to really think about in a relationship. <clears throat> and uh, you should really know some of this uh, if you're communicating on a regular basis. But these are some of the questions and these are the things you got to really think about. So next, go over the last couple of days and think about how you may have contributed to your partner's situation. Uh, you may not be the cause of it, but are you making it feel better? Are you making it worse for them? And really imagine yourself in that same situation. If you were having a hard time at work, how would you feel if you came home to a partner who snapped at you for complaining about your job? <clears throat> now think about that. I'm going to say that again. How would you feel if you came home to a partner who snapped at you for complaining about your job? And that's something you really got to think about because I know for me that uh, if I mean, I'm single. I don't have a partner, but uh, from previous relationships, I remember 
you know, me even doing it, coming home and, and snapping and realizing that I'm taking out my stress and anger on my partner. And, you know, that's something you got to think about as well. If they're coming home, if you know for a fact you didn't do anything wrong consciously, then you should know that it's something going on outside of the household. So really, finally, you got to consider things you could do or say to improve your partner's situation. Uh, and this is where the empathy kicks in. You know, people show and accept affection in different ways. People that, people are all different. So you are the only person that know your partner and what works and what doesn't work for them. So while you may appreciate little gifts, a sign of love, your partner may appreciate actions more. Uh, could you make them something for dinner you know they'll enjoy? Maybe give them a back rub, maybe a foot rub, maybe run them a hot bath. Um, you know, if you're a guy, maybe it's, you know, sending up an, a place on his in his favorite chair, have a beer ready for him or his favorite drink, have the TV on and just, you know, really just having that ready for him and saying, hey, you need to relax. You know, I'm here for you if you need to talk and just give them time to wind down. So, you know, really think about what you would do uh, to lift your partner's mood. You know, be positive about all this and not what you would like in the same situation. So being positive in situations like this will defer and deflect any negativity because uh, it's not to be overly positive. It's just, it's just really being open minded and being positive about the situation and not making the situation work. So. Um, empathy, you know, really develops by really listening to another person's thoughts and feelings. So it really helps to build closeness and respect. Um, to know if you're practicing empathy when talking to someone, you know, keep a checklist in mind. Keep it, you know, really think about the things that you need to focus on when you're in a situation where your partner or your boss or coworker or even your friends are just really um, unusually acting differently. So you might want to write these down if you have a pen and paper. Um, here's five things that I suggest you do on your checklist. You really focus your attention on them when they're talking. Don't fidget. Don't check your phone. Matter of fact, put your phone away. Uh, don't even look at it. Don't even have it within reaching distance because I, probably like myself, I know that if my phone's there, it's going to go off and I'm going to look at it and it deters my, it distracts my attention to the person I'm with. So, you know, put that phone away. Um, don't gaze out the window. Make sure you're looking directly at the person when you're talking to them. Number two, indicate that you're listening by looking them in the eyes, like I just said, when they're speaking. Nodding that you understand, touching their hand, using another gesture um, to indicate your connection, or even, you know, just putting a smile on your face. And um, you can, you know, say yes, say I understand. But one thing that you don't want to do in this situation is when they're talking and when they're expressing their feelings to you, don't interrupt them. And that's one of the things that I commonly see in situations like this is that the person that's listening isn't really listening. They want to more or less give their input and give their two cents. This is not the time or place to give your two cents. This is the time if you really care about the person that is venting to you or talking to you about what's going on with them, then you need to listen and you'll know when it's right, the right time for you to speak. Number three, 
Show your respect by hearing them out without sarcasm or rejection. Um, if you feel yourself getting angry or annoyed, ask to take a break. Uh, if you really care about the person, you shouldn't be getting angry or annoyed. Uh, get a glass of water and drink it slowly to give yourself time to mindfully recenter yourself. Um, so this is really important as well because if you're the, if the person that you're that is venting to you and they're talking to you about their feelings and they've been unusually different and then you get angry or annoyed and you start to get fidgety and you start to do everything that I previously spoke about they're going to become very uncomfortable with you and they're not going to ever express their feelings to you ever again because you just lost their respect you lost their trust and those are two of the biggest things that that person has with you so be calm be patient and just listen. All you're doing is listening. Uh, the number four, repeat what they say in your own words to make sure you're hearing them correctly or ask questions if you're not clear about their meaning. Uh, this is the biggest, one of the biggest things about listening uh, that I teach people is that to earn the respect and trust from a friend, coworker, loved one, uh, significant other, by you repeating what they say um, or acknowledging through words that you listened, they will feel more comfortable to know that you've repeated the bullet points or repeated the important points of what they told you. Number five, validate their emotions. Even if you don't agree with their opinion or with an opinion, you can acknowledge the person's right to their feelings. So, you know, it, it's more or less, you know, miss. Mr. Smith, or if it's a significant other, hey, honey, I understand what you're feeling. I completely understand that you're very upset over this, and I'm really, truly sorry, and I'm here for you to listen, to, you know, get, give my, my input if wanted uh, at the appropriate time. So when you act with empathy toward others, others will respond with empathy toward you. You know, with the empathy exercise and the empathy checklist that I just gave you, you've got everything you need to learn and practice through crucial social skills. Uh, so the, the, you know, these are some really important things. And I, I wanted to talk about this because one of the things that I feel that I've perfect, not really perfected, but become a much better at is the empathy part. I, I used to be very selfish. I used to not want to listen to other people's problems. I used to not want to... Uh, really just help anybody. You know, I was just very selfish and it was all about me. And I, I really transformed my life and transformed my mindset on how I act with people. I've become a much kinder, much more sympathetic and empathetic person towards my friends and family, uh, people that are important to me, because I don't like to see anybody go through any bad situation because I've been through a lot in my own life. And I've been through a lot in my life where I've gone through it on my own because I never had somebody that was empathetic to me. I never had anybody that really wanted to listen to what I was going through. And I, I keep that in the back of my mind, deep in my subconscious uh, for the fact that, you know, when people are in bad situations or they're feeling really down or they're really just having a bad week or a bad day, I want to be able to extend my, you know, my friendship and my love or my, my ears to be able to help them get it out of their system. Uh, because the last thing you want is to see somebody that you care about, you know, become very shut down, uh, closed minded, 
and they end up not talking about anything. And the next thing you know, they have a total nervous breakdown and you never know what goes from there. They may sink into a depression or they might suffer from anxiety. There's a lot of extenuating circumstances and factors that we have to really consider. So with that being said, uh, I hope that helps. I hope you understand all that. I know it's really short, but it was just something that I've been thinking about all day and for the past few months. And it's something that I really want to help people with. Um, if you have questions for me, uh, reach out to me on my social media. Uh, you know where to find me. You can send comments here. You can message me on Facebook at Brian Whitehurst. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Buttersmooth Branding. Uh, you can find me on LinkedIn. Uh, but send me a message. Shoot me an email if you like. You can send me an email to Brian, B-R-Y-A-N, at BigBiteMedia.net. That is .net, BigBiteMedia.net. Uh, you can find me on the podcast. Send me some messages. Uh, my, my podcast wouldn't be where it is without all, all the people that listen to me. And thank you to everybody for supporting me. Uh, I love you all. I wish everybody the most positive vibes ever. Uh, have a great week and enjoy your evening.